Hello, 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 hello. How are you doing today? Thank y'all so much for all the love on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for sharing it, just for tuning in. I'm really, really hoping that you're getting, um, you know, great tools that you can use as you're on this dating journey. I know it ain't no joke, like dating as a, and trying to be a Christian and trying to walk this thing out before the Lord in an honoring way. It's not easy trying to date kingdom style when culture is literally in your face and telling you a lot of times the total opposite. But today, I just wanted to jump back in and continue our little conversations. Feel free to hit your girl up if you need anything. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on certain topics. Now, like I said before, I don't know everything, but what I do know, your girl will share it with you. And if this is your first time joining me on my podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so thankful you are here. My name is Faye, and I just love giving just people in my own little community um, tools and, and stories about my life in hopes that either you can take those stories and tools and use them to overcome or totally miss the bombs, the failures, the the hurts and the pains that I've walked through, totally be able to miss that and not have to deal with that level of pain and trauma. And so, yes, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk to talk about this topic that um, I think is very important. It may not seem like a big deal, but I think it's so important, especially as we're navigating um, just the world and just where God's taking us and, you know, trying to figure out this whole Christian dating scene. All right. And so my question for you is, who told you you were ugly? Yep, you heard me. Who told you that you were ugly? You know, it's this girl who I love her so much. Like, oh, my God. I, I got two stories, actually. This girl, um, she well, I wouldn't say she was like a great, like a close friend, but she's definitely a super, super cool acquaintance and somebody that I, you know, pray for and think about a lot. And every single time I see her, Literally every single time I see her, she dresses like tip top, looking good, hair looking good, makeup on all cute, smelling good. I mean, literally beautiful woman. But the moment you compliment her and you tell her, hey, you look good, girl. Okay, girl. She immediately like shuts you down and be like, oh, stop it. Oh, my God. Faye, leave me alone, Faye. Oh, I mean, literally will start tearing herself apart. Oh, this little dress right here. Oh, this this ain't nothing. I just pulled it out of my closet. Oh, this little rag right here. Oh, my face, it's not nothing. You see that pimple? I mean, literally picking herself apart. Literally picking herself apart. She's literally her worst enemy and worst nightmare. I even have this this one of my bros, one of my homies. Same thing. So she's like, what's up, bro? Like, oh, check you out. Look at you up in here. He sits and picks himself apart. Oh, this ain't nothing, man. Like, you know, I got this, these wrinkles that's starting to come out. I'm not all that. Faith, stop it. I mean, the stuff that they, they say out their mouth, the stuff that you can say out of your mouth about yourself, it is not in agreement with what the word, what my Bible says about you. So who told you it was okay to continue to talk trash about who God made you to be? 
who told you that it's okay to think you are like ugly and like damaged goods and like used up and like not enough? Who told you you were not enough? Who told you you wasn't validated? Who rejected? Like what rejection are you living out of? What childhood trauma are you literally living out of? So many times we don't even think about it. It's like it's down to a subconscious level where we talk such trash, such negativity, such destructive. We allow such destructive words about ourselves to come out of our mouth. And if somebody that was a stranger would speak to you or even think to you the way you think and speak to yourself, you would want to slap them in their mouth. But here you are. Allowing yourself day in and day out to allow these negative thoughts, these hateful, degrading thoughts to go through your mind and come out of your mouth unchecked. A lot of times these thoughts ain't yours. To be honest, yes, you think some negative thoughts, so let's be clear, it'd be you participating. But a lot of times it'd be fiery darts, it'd be thoughts that the enemy, like I don't know if y'all believe in demons, but them thing is real. Just like God in heaven, he sits on his throne, got angels serving him, real as a mug. The enemy, the devil, same thing. He literally tries to counterfeit everything God does. So he got his little throne, his little, his little minions, little, you know, they are here. And those little minions, those demons will literally have you. You can't even look in the mirror without some type of intrusive thought sometimes coming and telling you how much you are, how worthless you are. How how not beautiful you are. How much of a pain, much of a, like, like, I I even got this person, y'all. I love her so much. I've been working on her, y'all. I've been literally working on this girl, like, literally helping her come out of this way of thinking. Helping to, to help get her delivered, get her mind renewed. Because I cannot stand to see someone that God's created to be so beautiful. Someone that God, God called you beautifully and wonderfully made and here you are talking trash about what he said so are you calling god a liar yep i i think you might want to reconsider what you're saying to yourself are you like literally i understand that a lot of us grew up in broken homes sorry y'all that's my little son he's a little stuffy so i'm having to having to rock him to sleep but i understand that some of you guys Yep, you've come out of trauma. You you've dealt with emotional abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse, and you've heard people tell you how worthless you are, how terrible you are, how good for nothing you'll be, and you've adopted that. You've allowed that thought to remain a part of your life all your life. And this time today to get rid of that thought, we are uprooting all those thoughts of negativity. All those thoughts of I'm not good enough or I'm not beautiful enough or I'll never be enough or no one would ever want me or who will want me. All those destructive thoughts, all those thoughts of rejection. I break the neck of rejection off your life now in the mighty name of Jesus. I break the back and the neck of the spirit of abandonment, the orphan spirit, the spirit of fear, the spirit of rejection, the spirit of trauma. I break it now from off of your life in the name of Jesus. We come against the darkness that literally tries to fill your soul. We push it back with the power of the Holy Spirit and we allow thoughts that, that build you up, thoughts 
that come from the Father in heaven to fill you now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm asking you now just to send mighty angels, healing angels, ministering angels into their presence, into wherever they are now. Send angels, God, just to begin to just minister to them, to provide comfort to them, oh God. I ask you, Lord, to allow the Holy Spirit to begin to teach them, God, and comfort them and remind them who you made them to be in Jesus' name. And I know I just went into a full-blown prayer, but I just felt the unction of the Holy Spirit just to pray over you because you are enough. You are beautiful and wonderfully made. Every flaw that you think is something that no one would ever want. I'm telling you, the husband or the wife for you is going to make their day. Like, for instance, my husband, right? My husband has this beautiful smile. He has a huge smile, big old beautiful dimples. My husband has an accent. He's Haitian, beautiful man. But I mean, literally, y'all, everything down to his legs. My husband hates his legs. He grew up, people talking about his legs, people talking about his smile, People talking about his eyes, people talking about his face, people talking about everything and everything that he thought no one would love him for because people talked about him because he was bullied. Everything like like y'all, I'm not even kidding. Everything that my husband thought made him unworthy to be a husband that made him not a beautiful man are exactly what I love the most about him. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? I enjoy his accent and he was trying to get rid of it. I love his body structure and he thought he was not attractive. Even now I have to like speak life into my husband because when I compliment him or when I look at him because his eyes are just beautiful, his eyes are captivating, his smile, it just makes you want to melt. And when I look at him, if you look at my husband too long, he'll tell you like, ugh, stop looking at me. Or he'll say something really, really like, you know, not encouraging or uplifting. It'll be pretty disrespectful to himself. And you know what I do? I go, first of all, don't disrespect my man like that. Watch your mouth. And he'll just start laughing because it's like a reminder like, oh, snap. I need to stop degrading myself. And so if you've been doing that, and we're going to mind more into this in later podcasts. But if you've been degrading yourself and you've been like, you know really beating yourself up. You're so down on yourself. You're so, you, you, you fill your mind with hateful thoughts and you don't, you, you let the enemy fill your mind with thoughts of hatred towards yourself. You talk bad about yourself. And so if you got those two things right there going on in your life, I'm pretty sure that you allow people in your life that's not supposed to be there. I'm pretty sure that makes you more susceptible to allowing a person to date you that means you no good. What you got to understand is we teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. You teaching everybody how to treat you by how you treating yourself. And so if you keep disrespecting the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is you, if you keep talking bad about who God called beautifully and wonderfully made, the apple of his eye, it's no wonder you keep attracting trash. Because people can only see you how you see yourself. I need you to come into agreement with what the Father said in his word about you. And if you do not know what the Father said in his word about you, I need you to go right now, get into your scriptures, get into your word, 
Even Google it. Promises of God. Lord, what do you say about me? What have you said about me? And I promise you, as you're reading those scriptures, you're going to find yourself crying. <laughs> Your heart's going to be filled with joy and with love because you're going to realize that the person that you've been, you know, living under, the person that you've been calling yourself, the person you've been allowing other people to call you is not who God said you were. I could even tell you a story about me when I was on my dating journey. I did not think I was worth it at all. You know, I became a single mom because your girl was out here doing what she's not supposed to do. I hear fornicating and stuff. And so I ended up becoming a single mom. I had um, people told me to abort my kid. People told me to give her up for adoption. I literally almost gave up for adoption for real. Like that was a real thought of mine. Give her up because I was like, y'all, your girl broke. I ain't got no money to take care of this baby. But lo and behold, the Lord, you know, through lots of other people, helped me make the decision to keep her and just, you know, struggle well. We struggled very well together and we overcame a lot. But during that time of walking through being a single mom, because, you know, the Lord never intended for me to be a single mom. It was decisions that I made that led me down that path. I walked into sexual sin because I was looking for validation, looking for love, looking to be seen and loved and cared for and looking to to prove that I was worthy. Because I didn't think that enough of myself. I, I, didn't, I didn't trust what God said in his word. Because one, I didn't know. I wasn't reading my word. And two, I didn't receive that from my childhood. I grew up in a very dysfunctional childhood. Very dysfunctional home. And so I didn't receive that, that love and that validation there. So I was looking for it in a man. I was, I was, I was like, I'm going to use the beauty I have. I'm going to use like whatever gifts I have. And I'm going to serve this man. And hopefully he'll think I'm pretty enough. Hopefully, he'll think I'm smart enough. Hopefully, he'll think I'm worthy enough to be his wife. Hopefully, he'll see in me what, honestly, I didn't see in myself. And some type of way that'll make it true. It, and you see how crazy that thought process is? Did you, did you catch what I just said? It, it, it was because I didn't feel it. And I didn't honestly believe it in myself. That I was hoping and waiting for someone else to tell me. If you sitting there waiting on somebody else to tell you how beautiful you are, you don't feel beautiful until a man tells you or until a woman tells you you're beautiful. You don't feel validated until a per another person tells you you're validated and you're qualified and you're enough. I'm telling you right now, you're going to find yourself into some really terrible relationships and friendships and you're going to face a lot of hard and hard struggles because only God can tell you who you are because he's the one who created you. You need to go back to the Bible, which is literally our manufacturer's God. Like we were made in the image of the living God. And instead of going back to the creator, the one who made you and seeing what he has to say about who you are, and your identity and what he says about you. You're waiting on a man or a woman to tell you who you are to validate you. Get yourself together. You see, the enemy wants you to continue the struggle in low self-esteem. He wants you to live in that place of low self-esteem. Live in that place of attention seeking. Live in that place of co-dependency. The enemy wants you to literally walk around for the rest of your life not knowing who you are. And, and then on top of that, you call yourself a believer in Jesus. 
and you don't know who you are, but you're waiting for someone to tell you you're enough. The enemy wants you to continue to believe that if I date the right person, if I marry the right person by this certain age, oh, I'm 25, I need to be married by the time I'm 27. I want to have the, the white picket fence and the kid, two kids by 30. The enemy want you to believe that that's what makes you who God said you are. That's what makes you beautiful. That's what makes you validated. That's what makes you important. That's what makes you significant. The enemy wants you to believe that. But I'm here to tell you, that's not what makes you significant. That's not what makes you validated. That's not what makes you beautifully and wonderfully made. That's not what makes you whole. What makes you that is becoming and accepting and coming to agreement with what God's already said about you in his word. Get your butt back before the father. Go to the word before you go to your DMs. Go to the word before you go text somebody else. Get in prayer. Get in quiet time with your creator. And I'm telling you, you will stop attracting these people into your life that mean you no good. And you will start becoming who you need to become in order to be that, that solid wife or that solid husband when God presents them. But my question for you is, again, who told you you was ugly? Who told you you were ugly? Why do you keep sinning about yourself? Make this the last day that you ever let that type of words, let those type of like derogatory and degrading things come out of your mouth because you are beautifully and wonderfully made. Thank you so much for your time. Y'all have a good day.